Hello, I'm Leslie Dudley Corbell, and I'm Diane Doucette Matthews. Welcome to the Mind of a Child. We're so glad you joined us for today's conversation. So settle in, take a deep breath with us, and let's see what we can learn today. Today we're going to talk about when your child says no, how we should mm-hmm. respond, and everything else that goes along with that. Yeah. So let's think about what are some reasons why children say no? Well, there are lots of reasons. <laughs> there are. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it can be because there's a feeling, a lingering feeling. There's some disappointment mm-hmm. or frustration. Maybe mm-hmm. it's time to go and they didn't want to stop playing. They're disappointed and they oh, no. say no. And so that can be a time that, that it happens. And, and sometimes it's just not a no. It's <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, I'm not yes. going. <laughs> yes, so yes, but, just disappointment. Yes, um, the world is not going my way right, right now. Frustrated. And, and the world, I want it to, uh, no. That's right. No. And we can understand that because we may say it internally, <laughs> yes. but we feel that frustration yeah. too. So we can understand a child yeah. feeling that way too. They um, might be overwhelmed. Maybe mm-hmm. there's been a lot going on and they're just completely tapped out and overwhelmed and they yeah. just say throw up a big no yeah. because they're just they're done or decision fatigue mm-hmm. you know they've had so many decisions all day they're at childcare or they're at school or even with grandparents whatever they've just had too many mm-hmm. choices and they're just like no i'm done you know yeah, tired. so that could be something else sick yes. or getting sick mm-hmm. you know they're just they don't feel good yeah, so things should be out of sorts for many reasons mm-hmm. and, and, and mm-hmm. might say no, just, they're, just, they're just tapped yeah. out, Pattern. overwhelmed. Yeah, the pattern's different. Yeah. But I want to talk about specifically also toddlers and twos. Yes. Because in their case, it's really a very part of their normal developmental milestone mm-hmm. that, you know, think about it. An infant, a young toddler, as far as they're concerned, they are one in the same unit as their mom. That's right. I'm not a separate person from you. You're we're we're a we. We have been a we for a long time. Yes. And then and then they start figuring out as they continue to develop and grow that actually they're a different person. I'm a me. Yeah. <laughs> and you're a you. And I can do and, what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. And so they, you know, it's 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 a it's a very exciting thing. It could also be a little bit of a scary thing. Because mm-hmm. like, wait, wait, what? I I'm not always with you. We're mm-hmm. two different people. So there's like this tug of war back and forth of me, we, me, we. And so they will test out their independence by saying no. And a lot of times this is when the term comes up terrible twos. Right. But it's really a lot going on, a lot going on inside mm-hmm. that little brain, you know, a lot of feelings, emotions, and confusion. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's when that happens. And figuring out, I, I do have an independence and I want to start testing that. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes they'll do that. Sometimes they will say no just because they can get an, a reaction from the parent. It's a pretty strong word. And it's kind of playful sometimes. Yeah. They'll just kind of play with it. Like, what can I get by with if I just say no? And sometimes they'll just smile and look and smile and say no. Yeah. So what we need to do is see what's behind this. Yes. You know, I think a big just idea we want to relay today is what's the message behind this mm-hmm. no? Yeah, because if, even if we don't know for sure what the message is, if we can just understand that there is a message behind the behavior. Yeah, there is and one. Yeah. We may not know it exactly what it is, but there is a yeah. message behind it. Yes. And see how we can help our child That's in that right. moment That's and right. help them be successful. 
Let's think about then, okay, so the child has said no to you. And, and as you demonstrated earlier, they said <laughs> no. And it was this really Not big. Like, no, mommy. Yeah. No, it was a big no. Yeah, it was a big no. Let's talk about the parent in that moment. Okay. Yeah, and a lot of times it can really it set can up a, some triggers yes. in the adult. Yeah. I might be very triggered by that because, oh, no, ma'am, don't you talk to me that way. This is not okay. You are not going to talk to me this way or you don't talk to me this way. And you're like, okay, you could be real angry or embarrassed Mm -hmm. if it's done in front of other people or even like in-laws or parents. You know, that can be very embarrassing. Right. It is. So we can be very triggered by these moments. And and I want to point out that when we are, we're letting our story enter into our interaction with Mm -hmm. our child. Don't take the child saying no personally. That's right. It's not about you. It's about them. And we're going to help them That's with right. that moment. Yeah. That's right. We're going to help them do the right thing. We're not going to get them to do the yeah. right thing. We're going to help them do the right thing. Sometimes we're quick to judge the child's mm. behavior when they say no. We might think, oh, that child is rude. That child is spoiled. That child is defiant. Mm-hmm. That child is oppositional. We could go on and on and on and on. The verse that we found, it's out of the message, may not be familiar to a lot of y'all, but it's Proverbs 25, 8, and it says, don't jump to conclusions. There may be perfectly good explanations for what you saw. So it's Mm -hmm. just a good reminder for us to step back and just stop and be calm and listen. Yeah, because if we judge the child, we put up a wall. We cause them to put up defenses. And so we want to try to not do that. So what can we do instead? Pray, breathe. When we breathe, our oxygen goes to our brain. We calm down. We turn off that fight and flight response that mm-hmm. just got activated by that child <laughs> saying no, right? That's right. So that's right. we're ready to fight mm-hmm. then and, de- and defend, uh-huh. defend our authority. Mm-hmm. That's right. So breathing helps us stay calm and keep our composure. And that's that right. is so important and, in the interaction. And pray and ask the Lord for some wisdom. Mm-hmm. And then you said something about authority, because we want to be confident in that place of authority that the Lord's given us. Mm -hmm. If we give away our authority to the child and start fighting with the child, that whole interaction is just going to dissolve into a mess. Right. But not being aggressively authoritative. uh, Authoritarian. We don't want to, yeah, Yeah. not authoritarian. But 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 just solid and calm, calm, but assured. A foundation for the child. Amen. That's a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so when we st- when we're staying calm like that, then we are able to help the child with whatever is before us and that they're they're needing our help that's with. That's right. So Whether that's they're tired or hungry or overwhelmed or being a t- typical toddler. Yeah, but like you said, validate the feeling mm-hmm. and then say give them two positive choices. Yeah. And a lot of times that can take them out of it. You know, so like if you're at somebody's house and you've said it's time to go. And I'm going to say, you were hoping you could stay longer and play. It's time to go home. Hold my hand and we'll walk to the car. No. Okay. (laughs) So they say no again. (laughs) I'm going to offer a choice at that moment. I don't have to offer a choice immediately, but if there's a lingering feeling and disappointment, I'm going to throw in the choices. You may hold my right hand or my left hand. Which do you choose? Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm going to keep saying this in a calm, composed voice as long as it takes for the child to choose. Mm -hmm. We've gotten them through the successful, 
you know, being successful, meeting the expectation. We didn't change the expectation. No. We didn't move that boundary anywhere. We, Which you we, don't want to ever. And you don't want to give a reward. Oh, okay, I'm glad you finally took the positive choice and you're in yeah. the car. Here's a piece of candy. Don't. Please don't fall into that. No, <laughs> it's it's much better to say, you held my hand and got in the car and now we're going home on time. That was helpful. Yes. So we want to notice the helpful behaviors and you, in the you're cooperation. you're helping the whole family now mm-hmm. because we're all going to be on time. We're going to be able to have dinner together. You know, you can just keep talking. You, you know? can keep talking. That's, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. right. That's right. And really <laughs> notice their cooperation yes. and build yes. that up. Yes. So in the long run, kind of things we can think about doing Practice. Yes. I know you've told lots of stories about how you practice with your children Mm -hmm. and helping them meet expectations. It it probably wasn't quite as fun, maybe, but they enjoyed it. They giggled and they laughed. But you had some like real games that that you've thought of and and told me about. But we just reenacted it. Mm -hmm. And when they did it and they cooperated the correct way, we would just, oh, Courtney or whoever. that was so helpful. Thank you for doing it, you know. Yeah. And, and so we would just reenact it like yeah. that. But what were some games that you said? You could play anything like Mother May I, any, any sort of games like that. But practicing the actual expectation yes. is, is a great way to just get that expectation more clear for them. Yes. And, and, and it's also a connecting moment. And connecting. we want to play with our children. So, and I know we've said this before, but it may as well say it again. That's right. It's so good. Playing with your child for five minutes increases cooperation by 50%. It's amazing. So cooperation is is based on relationship. So mm-hmm. you keep upping that relationship part, mm-hmm. cooperation follows. And so remember to play with your child more. Play whatever they're playing and whatever they want to do. Just join in. And I think it's important, too, to notice all the times that they do cooperate. Mm-hmm. That was one incident. How about the rest of the day? Yes, that you don't even mention or don't even talk about or just expect. Right. But just start observing them, especially Mm -hmm. if you're having issues of nose. Mm -hmm. You know, toddlers and twos who are seeking that independence and Mm -hmm. they desire it so much and they're just testing it out. Point out to them all the times they do have a choice and that they make choices throughout the day. So your child might be playing over with their dolls. Notice... You chose to play with dolls today. Yeah. They hadn't even thought about that, but that was an independent choice that they made. So start pointing those out. Look, you picked the blocks today. Uh huh. Just let them know that they had that free choice to to pick. And if if you sense that they really need even more independent choice, Maybe throw in some choices that aren't that are negotiable. So, do would you like an apple or a banana for snack today? Mm. Which which one mm. do you choose? That's good. Let's talk about meaningful connections. Okay, right before we wrap up, a meaningful connection is eye contact, yes. touch, presence, and playfulness. Yes. And when you combine all of those things within an interaction with your child, whether it's hugs, high fives, fist bumps rolling a ball back and forth, any type of play that has all of these components is a very meaningful cooperation. Or <laughs> I knew what you meant. There's is a very meaningful, meaningful connection <laughs> with them. And that's right. And all of the wonderful bonding things happen in the brain and the joy that oh, you know. experience together. And then the dopamine's release. Dopamine. It's, just, it's just a good experience. Yeah. Today, we talked about what to do when your child says no. So the very first thing to do that we would encourage you to do is to breathe, pray, remain calm. Mm -hmm. 
Keep your composure in that moment That's right. with your child. Yes. Validate their feelings. Mm-hmm. Restate the expectations. Give them two positive choices. Yes. And then you can, in the long run, do things like notice their cooperation. Mm-hmm. Practice the expectation again at home. In, in a very playful way. Yes. And to just practice it and let them have that feeling of, of meeting the expectation. Yes, success and fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, definitely And then the fun. connection time we talked about at the end. Yes. So play with your child. Remember, playing with them for five minutes increases cooperation by 50%. Relationship is the key to cooperation. Thanks for listening. Check out our Instagram at themindofachildpod. Or you can email us at themindofachildpodcast at gmail.com. Rock. Well.